Good evening, family. How's everybody doing today? Another absolutely beautiful day here. No more chemtrails. Apparently, they're all over where Jeff lives. So, uh, sadly, um, I hope that all stops everywhere soon. But it has been really nice to see the blue skies, unless you're just 
flying them too high for me to see. I don't know. But this is Kilted Christian, episode 550. Called this on The Great Awakening. And we have got Brother Jeff here with us tonight. We're going to go over a little bit of news and then carry on some more um, great conversation, just some more digging, more research that we've both been doing. So it's going to be a fun, fun conversation. And I'm always, always blessed to have Jeff here. Once again, Kilted Christian, episode 550 of The Great Awakening. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. Right. For those of you that did not get a chance to say hello to, they were popping in here right now, Chris and Michigan included. Great to see you all. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We're going to go ahead and we're going to bring in Jeff here and get into some uh, good old conversation about one of our favorite topics, our favorite topic, not be one of, God, and a little bit of news before that. But Jeff, brother, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm about the same, but I'm here. Praise God. It could be worse. Yeah, you, to be here. You, you know, are here. You're looking good. Hope my head will hold out for the show, but we'll see. Well, we'll I'm, see. I'm here to keep it going, man. I I, uh, I don't have a problem talking. Believe it or not, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I can I can do an hour and a half of this every night, man. Maybe I'll start doing so. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, it's great to see you, man. I'm so glad that you're here, and, and like I said, you got a big smile on your face, and uh, and I want to thank everybody. Um, last night we we talked about um, you know, the EMFs and so forth, and uh looking to Shungate, Shungate Stone and so forth, and everyone's hands were on deck. So I want to thank first and foremost all of those that reached out in the comments and those that emailed us about this, um, and I really appreciate it. Little Red as well for giving us a site to go to. Um, we're digging into this further and further, but I certainly appreciate it. You guys always, always come through for us, and we certainly appreciate it. So, uh, so Jeff, um, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry about the chemtrails being in your area today. So I'm sure they'll be here the next, the rest of the week. It's it's been kind of crazy, um, not seeing the last couple of days because we at least see them every other day. Um, but it's been pretty clean here, and I'd love to think that uh, Kentucky had enough of it, and they're like no more chemtrails. But well, we know that's not the case. So sadly, not. The yeah, case. when you don't see them actually in the sky, I've learned to look up a little further. Yeah, just a little they're bit there. further. Pull out the microscope. <laughs> yeah, they're they're there. You just don't. You're just not seeing them more than likely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's probably what it is. But like I said, it's it's at least nice not seeing them. Pretty pretty blue skies. I agree with that. You know, there's nothing I despise worse than when I get up first thing in the morning and you know I go outside and look up and I see God's blessed us with beautiful blue sky and maybe just a few puffy clouds and. And then within the hour, I look up and I see lines going across my sky. And then the next thing I know, it looks like somebody's put a smoke screen across the sky and it blocks out what God's given us to behold is, you know, his beauty, his, his artwork. And uh, it really frustrates me. My, my wife could tell you stories and sometimes I have to repent and ask God to forgive me for the thoughts that I'm having. Yeah, I know. I, I do that often. Sorry, God, <laughs> can you work on me so that I don't think those thoughts, you know, it, it, it is difficult because we, we see all the carnage and everything around us and we know what God wants us to do, but it's, it's also difficult to fight that human side because we want to love and protect those around this. And it's like, okay, thank you for the patience, Lord. Yeah. But at some point, this is all going to come to a head, you know? Oh, and, it is. Uh, and we're going to be well, talking about I'll a little bit of that. Tonight. A little bit about that tonight, I believe. 
yeah, we're going to be talking a little bit of that tonight because um, it just gets crazier and crazier. You know me. I can't stop researching, man. It's, God just ingrained that in me. It was, it's part of me. You know, it was part of my mission. Um, so I'm, I'm always like, like four or five times a day, I'm like, oh, Jeff, dude. Dude, check this out. <laughs> we have these conversations about this stuff. And, and I'm, I'm not even on TikTok, and I've got more TikTok videos on my phone than I probably have <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah, well, that's the funny thing, though, is I, I literally up until about four months ago, um, I avoided it like the plague. Um, and I still don't post anything there. I basically go through because there's a lot of a, a good, good spiritual content that people you, you have to go there. where yeah. the information is, right? Exactly. And there's a lot I mean, of that's phenomenal. why we all joined Twitter to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I was kind of surprised to see this, um, especially on TikTok, but there are some phenomenal um, pastors and, and very, very spiritual people that really understand scripture that are putting up like phenomenal videos. So, so now it's basically what I do. And I love that's one thing I do love about TikTok is it does pick up on those algorithms. So are you, uh, are you going to play that video you sent me? Oh, with the guy? better, Explain. better believe. Matter of fact, we go ahead and play it now and then we'll get into a little bit of news. Uh, or, you do it. Yeah. yeah you're well, we'll go through a little bit of news too. Cause this is going to, okay. this is going to be a topic that carries through. Um, and, and like I said, it's just mind blowing. So guys, wait, we've been talking about this, uh, the significance of these, uh, eclipses and a lot of people are digging into this. A lot of, um, you know, people that are pretty you know, solid in their religious foundation and their, in their scripture are coming up with some, this is put it this way, non-coincidences that just lines up so perfectly with scripture that you're just like, okay, God, I, I understand. Um, but first we'll go through a little bit of news and then we'll carry on the rest of the show with this one right here. Exactly. Jonah, um, Matt and Heb, Jonah comes up frequently it's unbelievable how many connections but it goes so far beyond that it's ridiculous and uh like i said it's gonna be another fun one um because this one right here is more unlike the unlike the uh conversation that we had last night um you know this one right here is is definitely based and there's more um symbolism and proof and things lining up um than the fun conversation we had last night about where jesus was talking to moses and elijah um so real quick uh gosh josh uh you should be getting something here like ASAP um, in the mail soon. Um, I noticed a, a lot of you have been reaching out, letting me know that all your packages are arriving. That's awesome. And the great news is I figured out the package that got destroyed. So I'm finally getting to put that one together and get it back out. That one was so destroyed that there was no address. Like all of that stuff was just done. Like it was burnt up. So, I mean, apparently this guy got into a crash or, or some oh. some mail person got into a crash and there was a couple packages involved. So fortunately, like I said, all those are out and I finally know that last uh, thing that I need to send back out. So keep on letting me know, guys. If you're not seeing your stuff in here by Friday, let me know and I'll make sure to get something else back out to you so that you get what you guys have coming to you. Um, that's not a threat. Um, so we'll have all that stuff out. But thank you for those reaching out to me so, so far, letting me know that you have been receiving your stuff. That's awesome. Um, exactly. You know, it's crazy when there was like over 50 packages total with that giveaway. Um, and then the other stuff, 50 packages gets really confusing after a while, you know? So, um, so it's coming guys. I can promise you that. So the first thing we're going to talk about here is, uh, Lolita James is now threatening to seize Donald Trump's assets if he loses the appeal. So Lolita James says that she's prepared to seize Trump's buildings if he can't pay the 354 million civil fine. Um, so this is just nuts. What is this telling you right here? What is she going to do with this building? Anybody care to guess? Jeff, do you care to guess what they plan on doing with that building? 
I don't have to guess. I, I think I pretty much know. Um, but it has, just, it's gonna. It's not going to be rented out, but it's going to be a place for certain people to stay. That is exactly right. This is exactly what they're going to do. They're going to try to seize his buildings and they're going to fill them up with illegals. What a spit in the face to Trump. What a spit in the face to Americans, you know, doing all this illegal backhanded justice, which is opposite of justice, only to turn around, seize that stuff. Exactly. Wartime, Matt and have war. Um, so they're they're pushing this further and further, even though um, all these people are getting into deeper holes, um, especially old Fonnie Willis. Um, getting into a deeper hole and from, and I've read a couple things today and I haven't verified this for a fact yet, but I've heard that she's been pulled from the case. Um, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, the next thing too, is this weird Jeff, this is just disgusting, but you know, we're in this world right now. So we think every day we're like, okay, the world's just reached its, uh, the, the United States has just reached its all time pinnacle of, of insanity. And then the next day they're like, Oh, hold my beer. So right now, the new thing is women, liberals, I'd imagine, I, I can't think there's probably a conservative woman in the world that would do this, are taking their own, there's no way to be nice about this. They're taking their own yeast and they're cooking with it and feeding it to their families. Um, there, there's no nice, polite way to put that. I, I tried to find better terminology. Now, this is exactly what they're doing. So they're literally make, cooking stuff for their families using their own stuff like so vegan is gone this has gone in insanity i can't imagine that's helpful or good for anybody whatsoever and it literally beat the thing that i read to you last night about how uh breast milk from men is equally nutritious than regular breast milk from women you know so jeff i think jesus is coming back soon man <laughs> uh you know as soon as you said that about the the female thing there the first thing that came to my mind was you know, Canaanites and Babylon. No, that's what I'm saying, though. It's, it's like the times of Noah. You got to wonder if they were doing this crazy stuff back in the day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I guarantee you they were. They were sacrificing their children. I mean, so, I mean, you know, according to God's word there again, you got to believe God's word. But at the same token, I mean, it is what it is. And, and we were discussing, you know, earlier today. I, I don't know what Bible other people are reading, um, but there's no doubt in my mind that the time is is very short according to what I've read in my lifetime. And I ain't even scratched the surface. I'm, I'm really nobody. I've just read quite a bit. But um, how can people, how can people not see that your, your time, and I'm not saying this as a fear factor, your time is running out. It, it is running out. And, and as we were talking about this, Earlier today, too, I've been telling my family ever since 9-11 happened shortly thereafter that God is removing his hand off of America mm -hmm. because America wants to do things the way America wants to do it. They've become an abomination in the sight of God. And I'm not saying everybody, but let's let's look at everything in a whole. Um, you you can't do these things. And if and if you're reading scripture, if you, you're going through the Old Testament, you're going into the New Testament. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Okay. Yeah. He's, he doesn't, he doesn't change. Now he, he can do what he wants, but he's still the same God. If he didn't spare people back then, what in the world? Why? Because of Jesus. I mean, yeah, but at the same token, we're in the age of grace and mercy, but that doesn't mean that 
the Father in heaven's not going to sit down here and chastise people for being disobedient, or even Jesus for that matter. A lot of people don't understand this. Jesus was actually in the Old Testament. Okay. Yeah. And, and a lot of people will say, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Jesus hadn't come here till he was, you know, born of Mary. You better read your Bible. I don't know what Bible you're reading. Doesn't call his name as Jesus, but he was here. And a matter of fact, he talked to Abraham in person in a different body. He, had, he was in a spiritual type form like an angel. He wasn't in the flesh. The difference with that was when he was born through Mary, he was born from spirit through the flesh to of the, the womb flesh, exactly. to become a human. Okay, so there's a difference. So before people get mad and start hollering blasphemy and sacrilege and everything else, you know, go go back and read, and and you'll you'll see what I'm telling you. I mean, uh, it who, says that who, Jesus was God in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? And who, and, who spoke the world in existence? Exactly the, the same Jesus God. <laughs> exactly. John John tells you that in the first chapter, he was the Word. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Jesus spoke the earth into existence. I mean, you go back and look at Genesis. Go back and read John. Do your cross references. Do your study. You you'll see what I'm saying. So. He no. was here and he, he's always been here. No, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, um, a lot of people are saying it, Matt and have, you know, this is, this is the time. Um, you know, this is the time, you know, Jesus says, uh, he's the alpha, the omega, the Aleph and the Tav, you know, um, which is the, uh, Hebrew for the Greek. So, you know, Greek translation would actually be alpha omega beginning in the end. Um, and we're going to be talking about that here in a moment. Cause it, it just gets crazy and crazy with the stuff that we've been talking about. And at the very least, what are we looking at? We're looking at God saying, hey, repent. We're, we're getting the same thing because it's like with with falling right back into Nineveh and Jonah is that, um, you know, Jonah was kind of half half butt about what he was supposed to do even when he got there. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, you know, just repent. You know what I'm saying? Um, But God had already been working in the hearts of the people. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, God and it's, and I feel that it's the same thing right here with what we're watching with these future eclipses and those signs is that God's working in the people right now. And God is working through us in order to help other people find that thing because that day is coming. Like, so we don't know when that day is, but we can guarantee you that today was closer than yesterday. That's just how time works. Um, you know, what's really, really funny not to cut y'all, but what's really funny about the story. You're going to talk a little bit about Jonah is one of the biggest problems there was the Assyrians were, um, how do I put this? They were kind of flaunting their their heartless cruelty. Mm -hmm. In other words, lack of compassion towards the weak, the humble, the feeble, people who needed help. Now, from what I just said right there, you tell me that we're not living in that right now. Mm -hmm. So somebody tell me we're not living in that. If you can't look around and see, you got you've had veterans for for years and years living on the streets. There is no veteran alive that should ever have to pay another mortgage payment, another tax payment, pay for one ounce of medication, or even their vehicle. As far as I'm concerned, they should get pretty much a free ride through the rest of their life if they've been active in duty. Okay, well, I'm they, talking about on the line being shot at. No, I don't okay. really know, man. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go even further than that and say if you were in the military, because when you join the military, you don't know if you're gonna get active duty or not. So when you make when you sign that paper, you are saying I am willing to give my life for this country. 
So, yeah, but I'm saying most definitely those guys yeah. that have been shot at deserve that oh, period. Yeah. Most definitely them. Without but, even but, question. But like I said, I would I would even go further and say anyone in the military because like I said, is when no. they sign that paper, they are assuming they're about to be sent over to war. So so at the very least, they're making that decision. And you're right. Those people that, that join our military, um, that serve, especially those overseas, should have a free ride. No question. Because they were willing to give the most precious thing that they have, their life. Um, and, and our government can't even give them a dollar. They're handing them over. And, and it's even worse is they're handing them over to people that don't even deserve it right here in this own country. These guys gave their lives for our country, may have survived, lost some limbs or whatever. And they're giving money to people that just want to walk into our country all willy nilly. Yeah. You know, and when we say the word guys, we're referring to, you know, male and female um, as well. Uh, it's just, uh, you know. We're there, folks. I can't stress it enough. I'm I'm a nobody, and and I've gotten to the point that I know a lot of a lot of people don't they don't hearken to what I'm telling them, and it's really not me. It's just like with Jonah. It wasn't Jonah. It was God talking through Jonah, just like when He spoke through the prophet Elijah. You know, uh, a lot of times we 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 feel like it's us talking, but if you'll discern, if you know your spirit, the way you should know your spirit then it's God relaying things through you. It's not. And that's why I don't give myself any credit a lot of times at all to God be the glory. Yeah. Um, but it's in this situation here with Jonah, it was God using Jonah's mouth and his actions, even though he was sulking, being a little bit of a baby. He if was. You would. He was. That, that's the way I would describe it. It's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> but he had a good reason. I mean, if you read the story, you understand that Jonah didn't like them. He knew what they were about. And here, he had to obey God, which he didn't at first, but he, he had to obey God. And he knew God was gracious. And he knew God would, if they would repent, that God would spare them. And he didn't want that. He wanted them wiped out. And you know what? There's another good point to bring. I think a lot of us have that same heart and thought process right now today. Um, we're, we're being kind of like Jonah. We, we want to see these people get what's coming to them. And don't take me wrong. I'm right there with you. If you're that person, I am. But this is a good lesson for all of us, myself included. That's not how God, God doesn't need our permission. If God tells Duncan to go talk to what would be deemed the evilest person on this planet. Yes, Father. Duncan needs to do that. Yeah, you exactly. know. But Jonah was, he was kind of mad because he knew God would be gracious. He would forgive. And he didn't want that. He, want, he wanted to see the fire rain down from heaven and destroy these people so he could sit back and laugh and go, yeah. You finally got yours, didn't you? And we're a lot like that. And he folks. did. He literally, he literally went to the top of the mountain, got himself a nice little seat, some popcorn, and was like, "All right, <laughs> let's go." And then it never happened. And why? You know. Because they all repented. Even the king in yeah. Nineveh repented, and That's it was right. simply because God. Jonah didn't know this, but God was already working in all of their lives and their hearts before Jonah even arrived. So, so Whoa. God basically set made jo Jonah's job pretty simple yeah it wasn't it wasn't you know it wasn't just a lesson for the people of Nineveh it for but it was too. a huge lesson for the prophet Jonah mm -hmm. to you need to change your attitude and you need to understand that I'm God and I can pardon who I would choose to pardon and you should be happy about that it's also a valuable lesson and the same exact lesson for you and for me and for everyone else, because Amen. how many of us have gotten to that point? We're like, man, Amen. I'd love to see Pelosi hang from a noose. You know what I'm saying? It's Amen. like, if it's Amen. not in God's time, it ain't going to happen. So it is. It's a beautiful lesson for us to the importance of praying for our enemies and understanding God 
is omnipotent. He can do anything, anytime he wants to. Like you said, doesn't need our permission. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone needs his permission because everything other than God are the creations, period. God, creator. You know, um, you know, so it is, it, it is, um, it is awesome. All the, like I said, the lessons that were for these people, lessons for the people that were asked by God to do something, which ultimately ended up being lessons for us, proving once again, how perfectly written that Bible is. I agree. You know, we, we, you and I have been, you've been hitting me up about numerology for the last couple of days. And it's, <laughs> you know, there, there's one part of this you're going to hear, um, that where he talks about three days mm-hmm. to cross Nineveh. I asked Duncan, I said, did you, did, did you catch where that's, that's actually at? And he said, no, I didn't. I said, that's in Jonah chapter three, three, that number three keeps coming up over <laughs> and over again. And I'm going to be having a, a great conversation um, yeah. with Chris in Michigan as well, because it's like I said, God's speaking to all of us in so many different ways. You know what I'm saying? And I'd imagine, you know, like, like for instance, when Chris and I get a chance to talk, God is so perfect that he, he, it wouldn't surprise me that if he gave me a little bit of insight and gave Chris in Michigan a little bit of insight, we get together, we have the conversation, we realize that it was supposed to come together that way. You know what I'm saying? Because God brings us together, you know, and it's so, um, and like I said, more and more people are prophesying right now, or they're getting visions and it's because they're, they're, and I explained it last night, Jeff, like this, um, it's like a flower um, or a tree. Right before rain comes in, you may not even see a cloud in the sky, but you'll walk outside and you'll smell everything. Like the roses are just right. pungent, yep. the, the trees. And it's because the trees and the flowers know that the storm's coming. So they open up and yeah. our souls are doing that right now because the storm is coming. Our they souls, yeah, our souls are opening up, which is allowing us to, to see and hear more of what God's telling us. And the the stronger I feel like our faith gets and our foundations built and we're serving our purpose and doing our jobs, you know, the more the soul even opens up even more to where, because like I said, God's, you know, the enemy's not, and we'll get into this here in a moment, but the enemy doesn't, isn't going to tell you what their plans are, but God, you know, by having that relationship with God, God shows us the little signs. He allows us to see him because we look in it. We see the scripture, we see these things unfolding. So God has, well in advance, giving us every sign that we need to what's coming. Yeah. You know, and the thing to remember too is, and and this is, this is scripture based too. Anytime God is, is trying to show or tell the wicked something, I'll promise you he's already telling the just. Yes. How many people are listening? So we, we see the things that are happening. We, we were seeing the things such as the, the days of, you know, Jonah, days of Noah, if he was warning them then, then why are we not tuning into God? You know, I think we're, our lives are just so busy that God's speaking. We're just not hearing him. No, and we need to, we really need to focus on that. And I'm going to say we, cause I include myself in anything I talk about here, myself first, you know, we have got to get to a point that if he's trying to show the wicked that, Hey, I'm taking my hand off. And you guys are fixing to get your hides whipped. What is he telling the righteous? Mm-hmm. How many righteous people are listening? Are we yeah. tuning into God? Are yeah. we seeking God? You know, put your hand over yours and say, Lord Jesus, help me to hear. Yes. Remove, remove anything that's keeping me from hearing because I want to hear you loud and clear. Yeah, how many of us are doing those things? You know, I was, I saw a video earlier because 
you know, with the uptick of people coming to God and, and getting the courage to go online and speak about their faith openly, which is awesome. This is unlike any other time in our history. People are literally like, I mean, you know, you throw social media on top of that. It makes it a little easier, but people are opening up. But at the same time, and we're going to play a video here just in a little bit, the devil's um, raising his game too. And, you know, he's utilizing the churches, he's utilizing false prophets all over the social media to try to convince you that the Bible's not legit. And I saw a girl earlier and it's like, you're on to something, but you got it like almost completely backwards. Um, but what she was saying is notice because she was trying to disprove scripture, you know, trying to say, you know, God isn't real. He's not a loving God, blah, 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 blah. So what she said was notice anyone that ever does ill will never gets punished like Satan. Satan does all this stuff and he never gets punished. He goes, but notice when all the good people um, listen to Satan, they get punished. It's because God doesn't love them. And I said, au contraire, it's because God does love them that he is punishing them. He's showing them wrong. It's no different than a parent with a misbehaving little bratty kid. You don't yeah. punish your kid because you hate him. You punish your kid because you love him and you want him to do right. Yeah, you the, know, I could take her to the book of Job and disprove that. Well, no, she about, went to the book of Job and use that as an example. Okay, well, if she read it and understood, I don't know what version she was reading, but my version tells me that Satan was just pretty much kicking rocks around the earth one day. And he was like, hey, Lord, what's up? And, and God was like, what you been doing? And he's like, well, I'm just chilling. And, you know, and then the Lord says, well, have you considered my servant Job? And what did he tell Job? You can go do whatever, but you can't kill him. Yeah. Right? Anymore. So what does that tell you? I mean, that tells you God still has authority over him. God doesn't cause bad things. It was Lucifer that called the bad, caused the bad things that came to Job, not not God. No, and then, God spared him. No, God did exactly. God spared him, and and Job also lived up to the occasion. That's you know right. what I'm saying? As as proof, like if you can't go, you can't go making everybody follow your lead. Trust me, go go try Job. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, can't kill him, people, but. Yeah, a lot of people are just bitter. You know, they've had a hard life. And I've been there. I can talk about it. You know, they had a hard life. They've had things that didn't go right, prayers, what have you. And and they get angry with God. You know, why are you allowing this? Why why did you allow this to happen? Or why why is this happening? And, you know, and, and the thing we have to remember is this. God's not causing hardship on you. What he wants you to have, his, his word says he wants you to have an abundant life. Yes. He's not causing these things. Now, he may be allowing them. But if he's allowing it, just like what you said, Doug, if he's allowing it, it's for you to grow stronger, for you to reap the benefit of it. Okay. He's not looking, he's not some big ogre sitting up there with a lightning bolt ready to zap you every time you make a mistake, folks. But he's, he, he is loving, but he's also going to pop you on your hand when you touch that yeah, hot pot. You exactly. know what I'm saying? He's, he's our dad. You know, you know what my, he, doesn't, he doesn't cause these things. Actually, no. he's with us in the midst of these things. Yes. See, so, so we had, me and this girl had a little back and forth. <laughs> so you know how oh, I did yeah oh yeah we had a little back and forth and she was trying <laughs> to convince me and I'm like okay you're not going to convince me I said but I got one last thing that I want to say to you before I leave tonight <laughs> so I said you just claimed that God doesn't punish people that do bad things but only the ones that follow what the devil's trying to lead them into I was like why was Satan on this earth he got booted out of heaven he got the ultimate punishment God booted his butt out of heaven and he's on earth as his punishment. So don't tell me that God doesn't punish bad. Satan wouldn't be here if he wasn't punished. 
I was like, you know, so so read your scripture a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah, and actually brought it on himself because he he wanted to be a god. So God said, okay, here, go have a shot at it. There you go. There, there's your whole realm right there. You you just be, you do your thing down there. Just know that you still have to answer to me. I know. And even, I mean, even to the point where he tried to tempt Christ, you know? Yeah. And, hey, I can give you this, this, and this. And I'd imagine Christ probably said something like, hey. All that stuff is mine. I created it. Do you think I forgot? <laughs> you can't right. offer me anything. It was mine to begin with. Yep. <laughs> so, um, so next, uh, once again, so we saw the, the fire over in Maui. We saw the fire that took place in Chile, which they really didn't talk about too much, but it was very similar. Same thing. Steel melted to the ground, trees still alive and fine. Well, apparently they're now doing it in Mexico. So um, um, somebody was out with a camera one night. Um, all the fires are starting to pop up in certain parts of Mexico, and a guy caught the uh, the laser coming straight to the ground before the fire started. So he actually got it on video. Wow. It was a, one of those green lasers, literally DW, straight up wow. on camera. Now that's – I hadn't seen that. That's that's pretty impressive. Yes, they, they didn't even show the chili stuff much either. I, I brought that here oh, to the show, yeah. but they didn't talk about it. It's because we're too quick now. We see they know we're not dumb anymore, so they just we're not going to talk about it, you know. So now Mexico's dealing with the same exact thing. Um, so next, uh, all right, guys, guys and girls, we've been talking for a while. What is your red line? You know, we we've all said the same thing. You're not going to take our our pew pews. You're not taking our freedom spreaders. You're certainly not taking our Bibles. Those are definitely like red lines. You're not taking our land. Exactly, Debbie. No land grabs. Um, right here. There's certain red lines that we automatically have, but here's a new red line. You guys ready for this? They are now coming for your cats and dogs. Net zero, which they're trying to push over there in the World Economic Forum and so forth to make these rules for the Green Deal around the world. Net zero not only means no petrol, but it also means no pets, meaning that they are going to come and put down your pets if this law goes through, if this is um, internationally passed. I wouldn't try it. Not here. Not, not in my house, you best Dude, not. I will shoot you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm going to be quite very, very open and honest about it because you're going to see it anyways. You come for my dog, you're going to get shot. Country folk love their dogs as much as they do their children, so you better choose wisely on that. Yeah. I, I Like I said, you you're, you got a better chance grabbing me than my dog. Oh, my, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I love my dogs, man, and that is that's a big one. Like I said, you're, you're more likely to get my dog before my gun. You're more likely to get my gun before my Bible. That one I will go death grip on. You guys oh, will have to like literally like jaws of life my finger off of my scriptures. Uh, no wonder my head hurts, man, with all the stupidity in the world. Oh, I know, man. But that one, I saw that one last night. Boy, you should have seen how mad I got. I'm like, my dogs? Never. Never going to happen, man. So like I said, they're, they're, they're trying to bit by bit. They're pushing us all to our red line. They're like, why? but my question is just why, what, what could be the hidden thing behind that? I mean, are, are they admitting gas that depletes the ozone too, like cows? Yeah. I think, you know, probably because apparently dogs fart, but in that case, so do vegans. So uh, if you're going to get rid of dogs and cats, get rid of the vegans too. Personally, um, I just think it's a, a form of, Power control evil. No, it 100% and that's is. That's my opinion. It 100% is. And that's one thing, too, is uh, DJ Shaw says, you know, the activists will stand up or they better stand for something. Here's the thing. This is one of those issues I think that both sides will agree on. 
because those PETA people, the PETA people, P-E-T-A, are on the liberal side who are animal support. You know what I'm saying? So this is one of those issues that both sides may stand up against. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know multiple people will stand up even if they don't. Yeah. No, exactly. And it's coming. Um, so according to this bill that um, they're talking about, a plan is in place to divide the U.S. into 10 districts and regions. What are we? Those are FEMA camps, guys, all around our country. They're openly talking about it. I'm going to play it right now so you guys can hear the part of this clip. We have, we have this map that shows how the U.S. would be divided in the event of an emergency, if we can pull that out there. There it is. So this is how the U.S. will be divided into districts. You see 10 of them there. Uh, this is according to the National uh, Emergency Center establishment. Hey, Jeff, can we're in you, the same um, district. <laughs> can you describe what this map is? What exactly does that mean? I mean, it doesn't really make sense <laughs> in terms of states as we know them. What is this classification system? Sure. What are the purposes? It doesn't look like the map that you and I saw in elementary school. Not um, at all. Effectu effectively, the U.S. has been cordoned off into these different districts. And so these new uh, emergency centers will be spread out throughout the United States um, in, in most of these eventually. And it gives uh, FEMA and the Department yep. of Homeland Security uh, jurisdiction over what goes on in these, uh, in these places during a time of emergency. Okay, I wanna go into what, because this act does make some, some specific examples, some exclusions, uh, set some limitations, I should say. So the National Emergency Center Establishment Act, what it does not do, it does not authorize any federal officer or employee to force an individual to enter a national emergency center or prevent an individual from leaving a national but emergency they will center. So because they promised that same thing over in Australia and it didn't work out that way. Those people were forced into those camps and those people were not allowed to leave those camps. Um, so this is exactly what it's, and they are, they're FEMA districts. And I think you guys, multiple people in here said exactly what I was thinking when I first saw this map, straight up hunger games. That's literally what they're doing. So they're going to put you into these little districts. Um, and, and these, let's face it. These aren't concentration camps. These aren't FEMA camps. These are, you better shut up. You stupid Christian camps. That's exactly what these are. You guys start talking about Jesus. You guys start talking about your love for Christ and, and your devotion. You're going to end up in these places. That's what these things really are, Jeff. Do you do you agree with me on that one, or I don't? I don't have to. Scripture, Scripture does because the Bible tells you in those days you'll be brought before the synagogues and there you'll be persecuted for His namesake. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people think of a synagogue as this like a church thing, but mm, yeah, not yeah, not you know. I mean, who's just, I mean, they could put a cross up on top of a building there and claim it to be a synagogue. You yeah. know, it doesn't mean that it is. It's just a, you know, but it's, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think it, you know, this is, I hope not. I hope the rapture happens and I'm gone from here before all that mess takes place. But, um, you know, may the Lord's will be done. Yeah. You know, so CL Klein says an emergency that can create and enforce. Yeah. Uh, Ron Johnston, bring the noise. I'm ready to bring that noise. I want to hear the trumpets blare. Um, yeah. You know, but I love this too. Johnny Walker, well said. I love this. He said the odds will always be in the Lord's favor. If you That's guys right. have ever seen, uh, ever seen Hunger Games, where they said, you know, may the luck be forever in your favor. No, no, no. I love that. Johnny Walker, awesome. The odds will always be in the Lord's favor.
Absolutely. Perfect. Um, so next we got uh, Biden is now canceling another $1.2 billion in a student loan. So he's got zero authority to do this. Literally, our Supreme Court came out and said, you had zero authority to do this. And this is the second time that he's done it with zero consequences. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder how, huh? Yeah, it's because they all know and they're all on the same damn side. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> we know this too. So uh, once again, I love this one right here. It says, we are not putting down our dogs, all in caps. Uh, we are supposed to do this when Bill Gates and Taylor Swift are jetting all over the planet in their plane, putting more carbon emissions in one trip than I do in the entire year in the vehicle that I drive around on. We have to resist these global elites all the way down. Because like I said, you guys thought that eating Z-bugs were bad and all this other craziness. And now they're going to come out with your dogs. Like I said, they just haven't openly admitted coming out to your Bibles yet. That's only because they got the Pope doing his evil stuff over there, which we're going to get into here in a moment as well. And we're going to talk about that evil guy. Um, so next, uh, the United States of America is literally becoming um, communist China right before our eyes. Listen to this. Inmates' organs are mysteriously going missing in an Alabama prison. Um there are real lawsuits by families happening right now where organs are being taken without permission. Imagine that. Imagine waking up one day and you're like, whoa, where did those staples come from? And, oh, man, I'm missing a kidney. Like, So this is literally happening in Alabama. This is like a red state prison system. Um, and this is exactly what's happening over in communist China right now where their their organs are a high market. They're worth a lot of money. That's when you go down to the uh, abortion and the babies, all of the organ sales fall right into that as well. There's a high market for this. So apparently, and I wouldn't have expected this in, in Alabama. So just imagine. <laughs> why? That. So, huh? Why? I mean, they, they, why? These people are everywhere. Yeah. Well, no, they are everywhere. I'm exactly. Uh, True Patriot talks about the movie Repo Man. If you guys have ever seen that, um, the original one was a, a musical. It was called Repo Man. Um it, oddly enough, uh, Paris Hilton was in that movie, and she's not a bad actress, surprisingly. Um, and she can sing. Um, but yeah, the movie Repo Men, same same objective, where they literally will sell you an organ that you need, and if you can't pay it back, they send somebody out to take it back. They'll leave you right there on the side of the street, and they'll take back their organ. So uh, wouldn't surprise, we're, we're getting closer and closer to those days, too. Man, 2024 is going to be a weird year, brother. It's already been a weird year. It's already been weird. Um, so next, uh, a Denton Independent School District Administrator emailed employees encouraging them to vote in the Republican primary election, decrying school choice and making other politically charged allegations. This is in Texas. So they're literally reaching out to Democrats to vote in the Republican primary so they can get as liberal Republicans on the docket as they possibly can. And this is, this is Texas. Multiple states are doing the same exact thing. Um, I even read something today about uh, South Carolina, which is the caucus, I believe is this Saturday, are trying to do the same thing. That's the reason that, uh, that Nikki Haley's still in the run. Is there... They're playing the game. You know, she's hanging in there hoping that Trump gets the boot with some court case and can't run any longer. But in the meantime, taking any funds that are going to promote him away from the general election by maintaining and keeping them in the primary, which she'll never win. She's working for the Democrats. She's working for the deep state. 
seems like most of them are. Um, so th this is just a crazy thought. I say, just uh, picture this, Jeff. Just imagine this, okay? Woman wakes up after nearly five years in a coma. So five years ago, she went into a coma during the Trump administration and then wakes up in the Biden administration. Can you imagine the shock on this woman's face knowing like how far the country's gone down in that five years while she was napping? Yeah, I, I think I would just ask them to knock me back out. I know. I'm like, just, just, yeah, exactly. Just put me back in the coma. I mean, just think about that. It's like, man, dude, everything was going so well. And then I wake up and world war three and pedophilia is becoming legal. And you know, like literally every bad thing that you ever worried about has happened since you've been definitely be freaky. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. DJ shall. She woke up into a nightmare. 100%. Like, like you said, man, just, just put me back in the coma. Just put me back. Um, so next, uh, okay, so it got even crazier. So last night I talked about how the Red Cross was now people that were going to donate blood. If you were vaccinated, they were asking you to call a hotline, okay? So we were like, well, what, is, what good is that going to do other than the fact is you give them your name, Social Security, they may be able to tell you exactly what dose you had. You know what I'm saying? So it got even deeper because I was like, why is Red Cross doing this all of a sudden? Here's why. Apparently... So many unvaccinated people were getting vaccinated blood transfusions that they have been sued like crazy. That is why they decided to do this um, phone call thing is because um, they were already doing it. People that were unvaccinated were getting um, blood transfusions with the vaccinated blood. So it was so it wasn't like they're doing a good thing. They got caught. Yeah. And, and had no other choice. Yeah, exactly. So I knew there was something up to that. Last night I was like, huh, man, why did they decide to do the right thing? And then today I'm like, oh, that's why they decided to do it. <laughs> All right. And then here, the last news, and we'll actually get a couple more things and then we'll get into our, our topic for tonight. But so Jeff and I were talking about this the other night. Um, a lot of uh, Syrian immigrants were being um, interviewed down there at the border, and they were all wearing 5.11 tactical gear. If you do not know what 511 tactical gear is, it's very, very top of the line and extremely expensive stuff. I can't afford this like seven or eight hundred dollar um, ballistic gear. So all of these Syrian refugees are literally all wearing 511 gear as they're coming across the border. So, A, how did they afford something that you're, you know, that most of us can't afford? Like we're like, okay, I'm just gonna get what I can afford. These people are walking across the border with the best gear and they're walking across the border with it. Of all the things, if I'm like migrating to another country, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I got some clothes, some food, a Bible, you know what I'm saying? Like the things that I must have. Ballistic armor isn't one of the things that I'm going to be carrying across a 2,000 mile trip. That stuff gets heavy. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, that's that's just not cheap. You know, this is kind of like a... Imagine like a, a rain jacket that you would put on and zip up in the front that's got a hood on it. But most of their stuff that they make like that, and I don't know if that one in particular, I haven't researched it yet or not, but most of their stuff they make like that is is already body armor. So it would be like level three, okay, um, light duty stuff that you put on. But the bottom line is this, regardless if it was armor or not, how did they get it? Yeah. It, they see exactly somebody gave it to them and like i said they're supposedly two thousand mile trips like that gear gets so heavy 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, yeah, it gets super heavy. So you got to wonder, and we all know the, re, the real answer to this. And, and I love this too. Actually, I'm, I'm thankful Matt and Heb just pointed this out. Um, the Antichrist is known as the Assyrian. You know, that's a, that's actually a pretty good little uh, thing you pointed out there. Um, like I said, it, it, little things, uh, and they're not, you're right, MSMI, is they're, they're definitely not refugees. These guys are supercells that are coming in here. So um, Deb asked, you know, uh, so how come nobody's following the supercells? They are. They know. Actually, um, last week, I or it was either earlier this week or last week, I actually talked about um, the uh, sleeper cells and, and where they were located around the country, which oddly enough lined up with land ownership by the Chinese and the CCP. Oddly enough, they all lined up together. They're following them. They just don't care because this is part of their big evil plan. And, it, and it's sad and it's scary because they're still trying to convince people these people are coming in because they love you. They want a, a better place to live. So our our resident has now pushing through um, some bills trying to get them to where there's an incentive plan for people to allow these immigrants into their home where the immigrants will do their yard work, cook their dinner, clean their homes. How is this not slavery, Jeff? <laughs> uh, that's fixing to say the same thing. I was to say, um, that sounds like slavery to me, dude. I'm, I'm not a smart man. Never claimed to be, but... Uh... You know, a lot, a lot of shady stuff going on, that's for sure. Um, I can tell you this much now. I, I'm told to love people, and I'm told to give to people, and, and, and I, will. I will. I will help people out the best I can. But you, somebody I don't know like that, come 2,000 miles across the ocean. No I way. Hate it, I hate no it. You're way. sleeping on the carport. I'll give you a good sleeping bag, but you're sleeping on the carport. I you do. ain't coming in the house. And, and I'm not comparing them to stray dogs, but if I find a stray dog on the side of the road, I'm not going to put it in my house for a month to make sure that thing's not right. going to bite my hand off. I mean, you know, this exactly. is basically the same thing. So here's my question, Jeff. Where is that same incentive to house veterans that are on the street? Sure. Wouldn't you know, that have been a great, a great fix? I would. You know what? I would happily happily move my studio and open my room to a veteran who's on the street no questions asked yep well not why, do you, that for you bring, good, you bring up a good point why why has that never been done you know it, to me it's just a slap in the face um and when, and my opinion of it is this is they're just trying to poke the bear they're just trying to enrage us even more you know i'm seeing uh gun advertisements on tv now about locking your weapon they come in the room seen one today Come in, the kid had a, a, a weapon on the bed. Mom and dad jump all over and blah, 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 trying to make it out that the parents were at fault. Well, let me tell you something right now, and I'm going to shut this down real quick. Train up a child in a way they shall go. Yes. My, my boy touched my gun cabinet one time in his life without my permission, and he got his tail waxed off of him. And to this very day, my son will ask me before he touches that gun cabinet. So don't come and tell me it doesn't work. Use your, your psychology on some simple-minded person out here that don't know what they're talking about, okay? Because I come up old school, mm -hmm. and I know butt whippings are the best way to train hey, a child. Man. Yep, and then eventually you don't have to do it anymore. You just got to pull the belt off, and you're like, oh, that belt has the same you impact that, that the actual spanking. Look. Yeah, you get the look, and I remember that just look. Give the look, you I, know, but that's, that's where we're at, folks, and we've got to rise above that, and it's going to be a hard thing to do. So read up, pray up. Exactly. You know, um, and this is, you know, so concerning. One note says uh, 20,000 Chinese fighting age have entered our country in the last four months alone, not to mention all the other ones that we don't know about. 
Um, you know, so this not a coincidence, guys. You know, it's like it's been said on some channels I've seen. We're at war. You you don't realize it per se. Well, well, a lot of us do, but a lot of people don't. They don't even realize that we're already economy's already collapsed. We're at war. You don't. You don't. Come on. What's it going to take? I mean, and you know, in my opinion, it's good you're going to talk about this tonight because I think it's going to take the hand of God to shake the foundation of this country, if not all countries, this country, to say, hey, look, you need to quit. Oh, no, no question. You know, um, and God's about to do some shaking. There's uh, yeah. no question about that. No question. Yeah, um, I firmly believe that with all that I am. And uh, last news tonight, because we talked about the FEMA camps, um, the districts, is uh, this came from D.C. Drano today, saying that we all know Chicago's elections are rigged, but they're about to get much worse. So today, Cook County is now emailing voters and asking them to sign up for a permanent vote by mail um, in, in their uh, state, <laughs> or in the, at least in the city. So a permanent vote by mail. So they're 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 pre-setting up election fraud um, going forward. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, you know, that's the thing. I've got to the point now. I really don't even know what to say anymore because I'm not I'm not surprised. I don't know what to say anymore either, except for one thing. You better get right with God. Start repenting. Accept Him into your heart if you have not already, because that time is coming short. And we're going to talk about a little bit of this right now. So first thing I'm going to play, um, I've seen, uh, I've, you've seen most of these videos. So the first one I'm going to play is uh, this guy that I found. His name is Jonathan Kahn. Um, I believe it's Kane or Kahn. It's C-A-H-N. Um, and he's a preacher who is going into some of the deeper things um, of what's happening in the world, you know, and showing how they are kind of relevant. One of the things that he talks about here is the Pope and the Ten Commandments. Listen to this, guys. Now, if you were watching closely, you could see it coming. This is the same Pope who warned Christians against sin, no, idolatry, no, evil, no. He warned Christians against, quote, rigidity of, ready, the Ten Commandments, against being too set on the Ten Commandments. So which of the Ten Commandments must we not become too set on? Having other gods, idols, coveting, adultery, murder, which ones exactly should we become less strong about? The Pope went on to say that God gives us the freedom to search our own conscience for commandments. Wow. Really? So that thing that happened on Mount Sinai with Moses was a mistake. So Moses should have come down from the mountain and told the Israelites, I have these Ten Commandments in stone, but don't get too set on them. Search your own conscience for your own commandments. And if your conscience says adultery is okay, go for it. Other gods, more power to you. Worshiping a golden calf as you're doing right now, God bless you. Or may the golden calf bless you. Pope Francis said that someone who holds strongly to such things as the Ten Commandments has something wrong with them. Does that include Jesus? Because as far as I know, Jesus was pretty set on them. The Pope went on to say that the Ten Commandments are not a gift from God. Really? Well, then who gave them? Did they descend to Sinai from a spaceship? He goes on to say that while the Ten Commandments are not a gift from God, the Beatitudes are because, quote, they make you feel good crazy 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 and i i remember seeing that um of him this is a while back but the, what i had heard was a little bit different than this so it actually got a little more sinister from what he was just saying but what we were seeing before he was talking about coming up with uh 
a new Ten Commandments that fit in with the whole green agenda. That he was talking about that last year, and now he's coming out saying like, "You guys that are holding on to those Ten Commandments, there's something wrong with you." You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and and he's right. And this is the thing right here. So you and I had discussed. You know, we don't know this for sure, but he certainly fits into a false prophet kind of scenario more oh, and more. Well, I'll go out on a limb right here, right now, and I'll I'll just tell you straight up. That's my opinion that he is the false prophet. And it's it's looking more and more and more like that because I mean this right here is like literally setting everything that the Pope has done over these last like three or four years has literally been paving the way for the Antichrist. Like everything that he's been doing, he's um accepting the whole homosexual agenda, transgenderism. He's allowing you know a lot of these churches that are now becoming the progressive churches are inspired by what he's saying in the Catholic Church. Exactly, he's a he's blasphemy. He's a heretic. Um, yeah. So we definitely, like I said, he certainly does fit straight up into, you know, the paving the way for the Antichrist. Oh, I, I agree. Um, I got news for him. What he's doing is wrong. Um, and as a matter of fact, God just didn't write one set of Ten Commandments. He wrote two sets. Yeah. One was, well, yeah. Well, I guess he got the first ones wrong and then rewrote them again and got that wrong. My God, don't make mistakes, Jack. Nope. I hate it. I mean, you know, I just say, Lord, be merciful. Please be merciful. So Debbie asked, uh, can't Antichrist be more than one man? And that's one thing, too, that I've heard as well, is that there are multiple Antichrists, but there's only one son of perdition. There's There are Antichrist in the world, which would be spirits of Antichrist. But in Revelation, where it's talking about the mark of the beast, it's referring to the number of a man. Okay, and it calls him Antichrist, which is singular, not plural. Um, so the Antichrist will be a single person, you know, and just like I pointed out to you, Duncan, there's there's scripture that even goes so far as to say he will. And I can't remember exactly how it's worded, but he won't be a lover of women. No, it's okay. I was about to say this. It, it, isn't, isn't it funny? Now, think about this. Isn't it funny? That we're living in a day and a time to where that's being pushed so hard that people are even manipulating their bodies. And this person won't be a lover of women. Now, does that mean he just don't care for the attraction of women? Or is he gay? Or is he, you know, one of those letters? Um, I don't know. Uh, All I can tell you is what Scripture says. I don't have all the answers. I just go by what's written there. But what I do know is that he will be a man. Yeah, and it says it in there. It doesn't say a robot. Doesn't say okay. AI. I go by what the scripture says. Okay, that's that's just me. It says number of a man. So there's a and like you just said, that was something I was going to get to here as well. Is that you know that you, you won't care for women basically. So yeah. we had discussed, and like I said, I don't have this answer, but we have discussed another major world religion being the Antichrist system. And the leader of that group, um, Muhammad, being possibly fitting into that possible position of the Antichrist. One thing that I came across today is that Muhammad said that he was not allowed, he, he, was, he could not make child. Every man can make child. You know what I'm saying? So once again, um, a lot of what I've read, I've never heard of him hooking up with women, but I've heard some homosexual things that he had done so 
it kind of really does fall in line with that if that if that's true i don't know too much about that religion but it it's a good um it's a good thing that was kind of pointed out because you're like whoa because he does specifically say that you know muhammad cannot have child well it's just something else to throw into the to the bowl right yeah i mean just just another something to add there to keep your thought processes going yeah exactly you know Ibn Matt says islam it says um it will be islam messiah as the christian antichrist and and it could very well be because another thing too is i love this it was a the, the gentleman that goes out into the public and talks to the people about Christianity um, and allows them to just throw the hardest questions at him. And he always comes back because a guy is sound scripturally, always knows where to come back through. But um, he was talking to a guy who was a Muslim and, you know, he was they were going back and forth on to which which was legit, which was right. And he pointed something out. He goes, well, here's the deal. As a Christian, I love you. I don't necessarily agree with anything that you believe whatsoever, but when I see you, I see the image of God because you are God's child. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, as a Christian, I love you. I don't want to kill you. As a Muslim, you want to kill me. You know what I'm saying? You want to convert me or kill me to your religion. All I want to do is bring you over to Christ. I don't want to kill you if you deny him. You know what I'm saying? He'll judge you in the long term for that. Not my, not my you know, moment to judge you with death. Um, right. He goes, but you, on the other hand, were instructed to kill a non-believer if they don't subscribe to your religion. So what is, who is truly the loving God? Right. No, I mean, I think it speaks for itself. That absolutely does. So the next thing, and I'm going to play this clip right here. Jeff and I were completely disturbed about this earlier. So the devil we had said earlier is upping his game every way they can social media trying to convince you the bible's not real that jesus wasn't legit that old testament is maybe real but the new testament i've heard everything you would not believe but now they're pushing out all these cartoons so we had shown a cartoon a while back that got canceled danny devito was the main character he played satan and then he raised the daughter and the daughter was the kind of in a female anti you know one of those things well it got canceled so many people were like uh-uh that they were like, okay, they didn't get past episode two. So now they're putting out a new, um, a new cartoon. So listen to this. So today we're going to talk about a new series that was just released on Amazon prime and it's called has the been first Hotel. two minutes of this video is going to, well, you just have to see it to understand. Check this out. Once upon a time, there was a glowing city protected by golden gates known as heaven. It was ruled by beings of pure light, angels that worshiped good and shielded all from evil. Lucifer was one of these angels. He was a dreamer with fantastical ideas for all of creation, but he was seen as a troublemaker by the elders of heaven, for they felt his way of thinking was dangerous to the order of their world. So he watched as the angels began to expand the universe in their ways. From the dust of earth, they created Adam and Lilith, equals as the first of mankind. But despite this, Adam demanded control and Lilith refused to submit to his will. She fled the garden. Drawn in by her fierce independence, Lucifer found her and the two rebellious dreamers fell deeply in love. Together, they wished to share the magic of free will with humanity, offering the fruit of knowledge to Adam's new bride, Eve, who gladly accepted. But this gift came with a curse. 
For with this single act of disobedience, evil finally found its way into Earth. With it, a new realm of darkness and sin, and the order heaven had worked to maintain was shattered. As punishment for their reckless act, heaven cast Lucifer and his love into the dark pit he had created, never allowing him to see the good that came from humanity. Only the cruel and the wicked. Ashamed, Lucifer lost his will to dream. But Lilith thrived, empowering demonkind with her voice and her songs. And as the numbers of hell grew, so did its power. Threatened by this, heaven made a truly heartless decision. That every year they would send down an army, an extermination, to ensure hell and its sinners could never rise against them. So this is Amazon Prime. So I don't know if it's a Disney is involved as anything Amazon Prime, but this is an Amazon Prime show. Literally, the whole basis of the show is to make it look like God was the one that denied us anything good on this earth, and the devil was trying to provide us with that. The whole basis of this show is to glorify Satan and Lilith and make it look like God was the one that was responsible for all the carnage, and the devil was trying to make things right. Yeah, I mean, that. <laughs> I, I hope that don't go anywhere. I, I'm just, I'm, I feel generous tonight. I'm just going to say, I, I just hope that don't go anywhere. Yeah, it's called the Heldon Hotel is what this uh, name of this show is. Unbelievable. Yeah, like, it know, wasn't even know. Adam and Eve. Notice it was Adam and Lilith. I'm just curious who's doing the voiceovers. I, I'm more I went interested and in I, who's I, doing that. That was the first thing I went and looked for, and I they are all unrecognizable names. I didn't recognize one of the actors or actresses that is voicing this uh, particular cartoon. Yeah, unrecognizable right now. Yeah, at this point. Exactly. The, those will be the next ones that get, like, Taylor Swift status. But uh, disgusting. And like I said, we got to – this is why parents need to – be all busybodies in their kids' lives and know exactly what they're doing. Like I said, Amen. there's always time to be your kid's friend when they're like 20. Be your yep. kid's parent right now. I will, I don't, if I had children, I'd be like, you guys can hate me all you want to. I don't care. One of these days, you're going to love and respect me for what I'm doing right now because I'm doing you a great favor. Um, so now we'll play this video right here. So this is the one that's going to really get into the whole conversation. So we've been talking a lot about the eclipse over the last uh, couple of weeks. The signs with Nineveh, with the last one crossing through a whole bunch of Salem's. Um, Salem, remember, actually translates to Jerusalem. Um, you can't spell Jerusalem. Literally, spell Jerusalem. USA is like dead center of that word. USA is literally in the word Jerusalem. Um, but this guy found some connections that I just had not seen yet. Jeff had not seen yet, but once again... Kind of hard to argue. So we'll get into this conversation in a second. Let me play this video for you. I was going to play the whole thing. Okay, so I don't normally do this. Greetings, brothers and sisters. This is Minute with our maker, with the brother in Christ, Mark. So it's with a great deal of reluctance that I address this subject, but I feel very compelled. So many others have been talking about this, and I owe a great deal of credit for some of this information to Brother Aaron of God a Minute. So we all know about the Great American Eclipse that occurred on August 21, 2017, that didn't touch any other island or nation except for America. And it crossed seven cities with the name of Salem. And the second half of the name Jerusalem is the name Salem. And right in the middle of the name Jerusalem are the letters USA. On uh, August 21 at 8.46 a.m. local time in Salem, Oregon, 
uh, the Path of Totality first hit the U.S. West Coast at about the same time as Sunset in Jerusalem. Okay, so that was one connection that I didn't make before. So these eclipses are literally happening at the same time that Sunset would be taking place over in Israel. Um, but particularly, remember, they look at it differently. The beginning and the end of a day is at sunset. You know, so for us, you know, the end of a day would be the sun goes down. The beginning is when the sun comes up. So for them, the beginning the end of one day and the beginning of the next is sunset. So, you know, it's kind of an interesting timing. And, of course, uh, to a Jew, the end of one day and the beginning of the next day is sunset. Kind of seems like there might be a connection between America and Israel, Jerusalem in particular. Now we have another total solar eclipse in America. You know, these are not very common. And the uh, 2017 that was an America-only eclipse was actually the first one since America was a nation. So the previous one was in 1776. Almost make you think that they're like bookends to the existence of America as a nation. Okay, so real quick, we, we've talked about how the crossing of the three particular eclipses create the Aleph, which is the Alpha, the Tav or the Tav, which is the Omega or the end. So you got the beginning, you've got the end. So this is something that really crossed my mind too, Jeff. And, and before we get back in this, it's an interesting thing. So we've been given names as generations. You've got boomers. You've got our generation, which is Gen X. You've got Gen um, Y, Gen Z, and then whatever they're calling this new generation. So if you look the last like biblical generation, the, the ones where we had a lot of believers in our generation was Gen X. After you come out of Gen X, you start seeing the children going further and further away from scripture and more into technology. So is, are we generation X or are we generation Tav? Are we like the last devoted generation to God? Uh, good question. I mean, I don't, I don't have an answer for that. Obviously, um, time will tell. Yeah. Um, but that's that's an interesting point you're trying to make there. That's yeah. You know, it's who knows. That's all I can say. Who knows? We'll we'll see. Yeah, exactly. And we DJ, definitely know there's a difference in the generations, so we do know that. There's no question about that one. And DJ Shaw, if, if you wouldn't mind sending me that link to the Nino Rodriguez um talking about the uh, April um that would be awesome. If you could send that to me to you just either put it up in Brothers in a Bible or put it over in a Kilted Christian at Gmail. That would be awesome. I definitely want to watch that. And by the way, this video he's playing now is in Kilted Christian on Telegram. I posted it there. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you definitely want to go watch this one again after we play because this guy makes some pretty profound connections here. Like I said, he, he hits the connections that we've already made, but he hits a couple of more too. And then on April 8th, 2024, we're going to have another one. This one comes up from the southwest across the country to the northeast, forming a big X across the entire country. So this one enters at Eagle Pass, Texas. I guess everything must come into the country through Eagle Pass, Texas. Everything under the sun. Okay, that was pretty weird, too. <laughs> That's another one that I didn't catch. It's like literally entering where our major focus is right now, Eagle Pass. Yeah. So this one crosses six cities with the name of Nineveh. So I mentioned before uh, that uh, that these two eclipses are seven years apart, but that's actually not quite right. It's a little bit less than that. And in fact, it is six years, six months, six weeks, and six days. Um, so I first had to check that, verify the numbers, and it didn't quite work out. I was two days off. 
Then I realized there were two leap years between 2007 and 2024. It is correct. It is exactly correct. So go ahead. Tell me this is just a coincidence. Okay. So real quick, um, he just said that it wasn't seven years. It was six years, six months, six weeks, and six days. And then when he realized that his math wasn't correct, he realized that there was two leap years. So it literally ended up being the 6,666 that he was referring to. Does that number seem familiar to you guys? Because last night I literally mentioned a new bill that they're trying to put 